Good morning, Fish Heads and Cowboys Nation. Three things on the breakfast and fish menu this morning. Menu, breakfast, fish, get it. Uh, and one of them, as you can see in the thumbnail, uh, threatens to have me blow my top. But uh, my New Year's resolution and my promise to Marsha is that I will not ever blow my top about Skip Bayless again on this program. But uh, there's something very newsy to discuss regarding because it needs to get straight. Cowboys Nation needs to make sure it gets it straight. Something newsy about Tony Pollard. Something goofy about Cam Newton and Dak Prescott. Uh, and something brutal about Ezekiel Elliott. We'll get to all of it. This is the fishbowl. That is the star. And we'll get to it with your help. Get in, get on, be good. Bring something of intellect to the table, as you always do, via the refund. Uh, that's a super chat set up for it by YouTube. You can also hit the like button. That shows you how to flex your muscle and tells YouTube to get out the way because Cowboy Nation is uh, ruling this place. And if at the end of this 17-minute program, you decide that uh, you have found this to be entertaining, uh, an entertaining presentation with exclusive, exclusive information tucked inside, would you please subscribe to what we do here? Let's begin with the most important thing. Uh, this is a news item, or it's going to be treated that way by those who suffer from a certain level of cowboy naivete. And I won't make this about uh, about the villainous Skip Bayless. I'll make it about Fox Sports because it all comes under the same umbrella. And somebody over there in that outfit needs to care enough to fix this. Tony Pollard exited last year's playoff game with the awful injury. The offense suffered. After the game, we're talking to Jerry in the bowels of the stadium, and he says that was the turning point of the game for us. And it's hard to disagree. Fractured fibula, high ankle injury, first half of the playoff loss. At that time, I think he had 33 all-purpose yards, <coughs> but maybe, just maybe, could have broke one, could have broke two, changed the game. Second half, Zeke takes over, and uh, it doesn't go well. Um, kind of grinds out 26 yards in the second half. Uh, the team doesn't reach the end zone often enough, and the Cowboys lose. Since that playoff loss, Zeke no longer a Cowboy. Tony timed, signed to a $10 million franchise tag deal to stick around Dallas for at least one more year. And then a Cowboy fan turns on his or her TV set. TV set. Nobody calls it that anymore. It turns on the TV, maybe, and maybe it's only in the dozens, or maybe it's in the thousands, or maybe it's a hundred thousand. I don't know. Cowboy fans who still watch that program and are left getting it all twisted because that program is reporting that Tony Pollard's injury is career threatening. Now, if Fox Sports took itself seriously, that's a report from a person who's been in the media for 50 years who purports to be a cowboy guy, and we know he's not. That's a gigantic headline. Cowboys are lying about Tony Pollard and his health because in reality, an insider is telling us 
that the injuries are career-threatening. Uh, Bayless somehow tries to make a weird connection to Zeke and his decline and Pollard and a predicted decline there. I don't get this at all. Quote from Bayless, you know what happened to Zeke once he lost a little bit of a burst? Did he not look shockingly average to you over the last three years? Is it possible that Tony Pollard will look a little more ordinary because he doesn't quite have his stuff back? What does Zeke's decline as a seven-year heavy lifter, now approaching age 28, have to do with 25-year-old Tony Pollard, who has largely spent the last four years staying fresh as Zeke's non-heavy lifting caddy? Fox Sports reporting. Obviously, Tony Pollard is coming off injuries that could be career-threatening. Wait, what? Who, who told you that? What cowboy executive, what Tony Pollard confidant, or what medical person who has connections inside the star or elsewhere told you that? It's completely made up. And dangerously so. CowboysSI.com has reported that Dallas believes that not only will Pollard return to form, but that he might be ready to participate at some level in OTAs. The recovery period, we were told after the surgery, and the surgery was late January, we were told the recovery period would be, quote, a few months. So let's make it four. All of February, all of April, all of May, all of June. Training camp is going to be late July. Based on that timetable, he's fine for training camp. It, it, what if it's five months? Then he's fine for preseason games. And it's supposed to be a few months. And that's a fact. And even if that prognosis is slightly optimistic, there's reason to believe that Pollard will be completely ready to go for 2023. That's more than fair to say. It's more than accurate to say. And I'm being careful when I say it. There is, meanwhile, no reason to report that Pollard is in some sort of a crisis situation with his injuries. Unless, of course, the purpose is to simply trick and troll a TV audience. And I think it's shameful that somehow Fox Sports, and notice I'm not calling this Skip Bayless. He's clearly off the rails on this, as he always is. And he makes a great fortune doing it this way. And he's, he's going to have, he has to deal with whatever conscience he has left. But Fox Sports, which is an otherwise reputable outfit, should, should put some big asterisk on the screen. Right, maybe right on Skip's face saying, oh, Cowboys alert or LeBron alert. Or, this is all bullshit. Then go for it. This is all non-sourced, made up, hackneyed entertainment. Then go for it. Item two, how about Cam Newton as a Cowboys backup quarterback? I'll tell, you, I'll, I'll tell you why I've dismissed this in the past, 
And now you'll understand more when you get a load of this story and you can dig into this as well as the uh, the truth about Tony Pollard at CowboysSI.com. We've written about it in depth and we'll do the same thing here this morning in a minute on CowboysSI.com on the idea of Cam Newton as a Cowboy backup or as anybody's backup. Cowboy fan, I wish we would have signed Cam Newton. Wait a minute now. Ted Small, Fish, you forgot a month. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if I was counting through my months if I miscounted. Chris B, Skip's a wannabe Cowboy insider. The shame of it is that he's he pretends he's pretending he's a Cowboy fan. And we've documented over the years, Skip, going back and forth uh, in his statements and on Twitter and saying, I'm not a Cowboy fan. I was never a Cowboy fan. I'm an independent, objective journalist. But and then six months later, he'll write, I've always been a Cowboy fan. I was raised a Cowboy fan. Roy Smith, why don't we skip over skip? And I hope I explained why. Because somewhere uh, out there now in the Cowboy ether is an announcement from Fox Sports that Tony Pollard has a career-threatening injury. And somebody, and I've decided to take it upon it myself, not to make this a skip thing, just to make this uh, an honesty thing. Somebody's got to announce Rodney Ortega. What about March? Did I really skip March? Somebody's got to announce that Tony Pollard does not have a career-threatening injury. Somebody. So that gets out into the ether. You guys... You guys pinning me down, you skip March. Oh, dang it. Roger S., it's a broken leg. How can he be the same? I'm Roger, I'm not playing doctor, and you shouldn't either. I'm telling you what the Cowboys tell me. Roger, if the Cowboys are wrong, and Tony Pollard goes out there, and instead of running a, whatever he runs, a 40, instead of running a four- 440, all of a sudden he's running a 4840, Roger. You and me will be the first to know because we'll see it. But it is based on the Cowboys' medical expertise that the Cowboys gave him the $10 million tag. If the doctors had gone to the Joneses and said, listen, the surgery went fine, but here's the real prognosis. You don't have to announce this to Fisher or Cowboys fans, he will never be the same, Jerry, then they wouldn't have given him $10 million. So this is a medical opinion, Roger, not my opinion, not your opinion. My opinion doesn't matter. Your opinion doesn't matter. The doctor's opinion matters, right? Right. Cam, and what I've said for years about Cam Newton as a backup, even though he, 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 even though he keeps saying he would do it. What I've said is his level of accomplishment. This, this doesn't make Cam Newton a goofball, this part, but I'll get to the goofball part. His level of accomplishment. Cam Newton has been the biggest, baddest, best man on the field for the better part of his entire life. He's now 33? He's 33. So I'm going to say since he was now here again, here we go with math again. I'm going to say six years old to the time. That's 20 years plus maybe three more for the better part of 23 years. 
baddest, best. Six-year-old Cam was probably twice as fast and twice as big as every other six-year-old in town. And he kept growing uh, physically and in every other way. So Cam comes out a couple weeks ago and says, there ain't 32 MFers who are better than me, meaning I should be a starting quarterback in the NFL. That's your first hint when he says that. That I'm just not psychologically cut out to accept being a backup. And then he called guys randoms. These randoms keep getting jobs. Now, there comes a point where Cam Newton, who never was a very good thrower of the football, never was. It was never his thing. Uh, an MVP, yes. And a weapon, absolutely. And what I've said about Cam Newton as a cowboy backup or anywhere else, when, when you compare him to some of the other candidates, who scares you more if you're a defense? Uh, coming in cold off the bench. Oh, no. We got uh, Dak Prescott went down. Oh, no. What are we going to do? We haven't prepared for this. Let's put in Cam Newton. Cam Newton scares a defense more than Cooper Rush does. A lot more. So I'm being completely fair to Cam Newton when I say that. But then we think about when Cam Newton went to New England under Bill Belichick. And when he was the starter there, again, not a very good thrower, but man, uh, uh, he was a machine as a red zone runner. Remember? And then they moved on to the drafting of Mac Jones. And then they didn't bring Cam Newton back, even though Cam Newton was saying, Bill, I'll be a backup. Bill knew that that's not his makeup. Is it because he's flashy? Maybe. Maybe that's why. Is it because he's not, he's not a team guy? Nobody's ever really said that. Is it because he's so accustomed to greatness that he refuses to accept a step down from that. I'm going with that. But there's one more thing about Cam Newton that I think is preventing him from being on a team. He hadn't played in the NFL since 2021, and there's nobody chomping at the bit to sign him now. He comes out this week and does a video cast and announces which quarterbacks he'd be willing to serve as a backup to. Now, again, I'm not making fun of him here yet. You've been king of the world for 26 years. It's hard to accept you're not the king of the world anymore. So he rattles off his list. Here's who I would be the backup for. Ready? Deshaun Watson. And he talks about his respect for Deshaun uh, uh, as a man and his growth as a man. And they clearly know each other. Cool. <clears throat> Number two, Lamar Jackson. And he says, wherever Lamar Jackson plays, I, I would go be his backup. Three, Justin Fields. Okay. Four, Tua. And this is where I'm going to jump in. One of the problems with having a backup with a high profile and a big resume like Cam is, and this is an old Aikman, Steve Walsh thing, Aikman, Steve Berline thing too. One of the problems with having two quarterbacks with credentials is 
there is a possibility not only of a public divide every time the starter throws an interception, but it can happen in the locker room. Aikman was displeased, famously, with Jimmy's drafting of Steve Walsh, even though it worked out fine. Jimmy eventually turned around and traded Steve Walsh to the Saints, and I believe got a one, a two, and a three for him, which is mind-blowing because Steve Walsh couldn't play. Aikman also wasn't real happy with Steve Berline's approach, not that they weren't friends, but Steve Berline came here, Steve Berline, friend of the show, as is Aikman. He, he came here and said, my job is to compete with Troy. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not here to help Troy. I'm here to, to help the Cowboys. And my best way of helping the Cowboys is I should start. Totally understandable approach, but not the way Aikman wanted it. If you added Cam Newton to a team quarterback by Tua, that would be constant. Every single time Tua threw an interception, somebody would start screaming, put in Cam. That's not helpful. But he's on Cam's list. Also on Cam's list. And there's where we get a little wobbly. I'd be the backup for Malik Willis. Dude, Malik, if you're the backup for Malik Willis in Tennessee, that means you'd be the third string quarterback because the starter is Ryan Tannehill. Malik Willis? Next, C.J. Stroud. And what he's talking about here is I, I'd be happy to mentor him. Okay, that sounds good. And Bryce Young, same deal, fine. And Anthony Richardson, okay, that works. Um, he does put Jalen Hurts on his list. I'll be the backup for Jalen Hurts, sensible. I'd be the backup for Aaron Rodgers. I'd be the backup for Josh Allen. I'd be the backup for Sam Howell. Randoms? Yeah, there's there's some randoms on the list. Sam Howell. I think, and you can see this at CowboysSI.com. It's up right now. I think he might have some sort of regional tie, like he went to a camp with some of these guys or something. Sam Howell, Washington, probably their starting quarterback this year until Jacoby Brissett takes over because Sam Howell's not good enough yet. Fifth round pick, fifth round rookie from last year. Played one game. And Cam is choosing him as somebody that I would back up. Not on this list, obviously. You wouldn't be Patrick Mahomes' backup in Kansas City? You wouldn't want to go help with the Chiefs win a Super Bowl. By the way, I think their number two quarterback just retired. You wouldn't want to be Joe Burrow's backup in Cincinnati? Why not? And number three, you wouldn't want to be Dak Prescott's backup in Dallas? This can be taken, if you want to, as almost an insult. Like, no, I wouldn't back up those guys. I'd beat those guys out. He surely doesn't think he could beat out Mahomes. He surely doesn't think he could beat out Burrow. Does he think he could beat out Dak? Did he go to the, these great lengths to make this, this list? And when you watch the presentation, you'll see there's graphics and everything. It lists the guys. It's, it's very, it's, it's produced up. It's on purpose. Did he, did he forget Dak? The bigger point of all this isn't the insult to Dak or the argument that we can have inevitably, well, he's better than Dak. I don't know. 
do that another day. <clears throat> the entire campaign is goofy. The I'm better than 32 MFers, the bunch of randoms are getting jobs. Here's my list of who I'd be the backup for. The CAM campaign is goofy. And while Cam has made it very clear that he hopes to play in 2023, I kind of wonder if what teams see when they look at him is some of the things that I've discussed before. He doesn't really want to be a backup because he's been king of the hill. Um, if we put him in our offense and require him to throw, he's not going to be good at it. So we would change our offense and our offense would be productive because he would run, but we'd change our offense. And then number three, maybe the biggest problem with Cam Newton. He's a goofball. And finally, as we see Sean Deaver with a $10 pitch in, Skip couldn't carry your jock strap. Well, if Skip saw my jock strap compared to the jock strap he's used to, he would be astounded at the enormity of it. <clears throat> Item three regards Zeke. And this sucks. And it speaks to the brutality of it all. Cue ball. The Cowboys have the best medical staff in the biz. Uh, in, in Dr. Cooper, right, Sugar? Yeah. Dr. Cooper, Cooper Marsha's old high school classmate. Is that correct? Played on the tennis team. Dr. Cooper might be the finest surgeon in the world. And he's on the Cowboys staff. The Cowboys training staff is as good as it gets. So, cue ball, you're on to something here. If Dr. Cooper went to the Cowboys, which he clearly did, and said, Tony Pollard's going to be fine, do what you will with him contractually, then you take that to the bank. There's no guarantees, but you take it to the bank in terms of giving them $10 million because that's what they did. Here's the, here's what the, the worst thing about Zeke's situation, and it's double worse. It's double worse. And maybe it changes today. Maybe today is the day that Zeke gets the call. Maybe today is the day that the Bengals go, Joe Mixon, man, we are tired of you. And they sign Zeke. Maybe. Maybe today is the day that the Eagles look around their room and say, Penny, you, you can be a power runner, but you're hurt all the time. And you other guys, you're all five foot six. Zeke, come on in here. Score some short yards. Maybe. But it's not happening yet. And it double sucks because it speaks to the brutality of the of the sport. Zeke got beat up. It was his job. He signed up for it. He got paid well for it. It's okay. But Zeke got beat up. The brutality of the sport. And then the second chapter of it is the brutality of the business, because guess what? 
maybe after the draft, when teams don't get what they want in the draft, somebody will call Zeke. Or maybe we have to get to training camp and wait for somebody else to get hurt at running back before Zeke gets that call. Zeke banged up, which is why he's on the shelf. Zeke now has to wait for somebody else to get banged up before he can get a job. The brutality of the sport and double brutality, the brutality of the business. More coming throughout the day at CowboysSI.com and Fish at 6 tonight. Stay with us and thank you for subscribing to what we do here. It's absolutely free. And as I think you've just experienced in the last 16 minutes, worth every penny. Fish out.